Sacred Soundings, sacred music, inspiring stories, and reflections to deepen your faith beyond measure. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings, on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. We know that St. Luke the Evangelist was a physician, but God only knows how many billions of sick and tortured souls he has healed with his deeply sensitive and moving gospel accounts. Luke was a Greek Gentile born in the first century in Antioch, capital of the Roman province of Syria. Nothing is known of his childhood or adolescence. He was evidently well-schooled in Greek culture and professionally trained as a physician. The only Gentile author of a New Testament book, Luke wrote in Koine, a Greek dialect that flourished in the Roman Empire. It's safe to surmise that Luke loved the classic Greek authors and philosophers. His vocabulary is rich and extensive, and he's easily the most literary of the four evangelists. The rhythmic flow and finesse of his writing at times resembles the work of his ancient classic forebears. In fact, biblical scholars say that the quality of writing in Luke's gospel is higher than the quality of anything else in the New Testament. To our great good fortune, Luke excelled not only in writing quality, but in volume as well. In addition to his gospel, as you probably know, he wrote the Acts of the Apostles, which means that he authored more than 27% of the entire New Testament, more than any other writer. We first learn of Luke from St. Paul, who, in his second letter to Colossians, refers to Luke as the beloved physician and calls him a helper, meaning he was part of Paul's band of missionaries preaching the good news. He was a companion of Paul at various times, from Paul's second missionary journey to his final imprisonment and beheading in Rome. Luke was a loyal friend who remained with the apostle after others had deserted him. Of the four Gospels, Luke's is the longest and richest in detail. The reason is that, since Luke did not know Jesus Christ personally, he was determined to write the most accurate, coherent, and comprehensive gospel possible through exhaustive research and personal interviews with individuals who did know Jesus, including the apostles and many others who heard his teaching and preaching, eyewitnesses to his miracles, and disciples present at his crucifixion and ascension. Luke's gospel presents the most complete biography of Christ. One of Luke's most amazing stories is the account of Christ's birth, Some scholars believe that Luke got the detailed information for his account of Christ's birth and earliest years directly from the Blessed Virgin Mary, whose role in Christ's life emerges most clearly in Luke's Gospel. I'm by no means a biblical scholar, but I'll side with those who believe that Luke did indeed get his information through personal interviews with the Blessed Mother. And I'll take that position on the basis of his exclusive and unparalleled inclusions It is only in Luke's Gospel that we hear of the angel Gabriel appearing to Mary, of Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem because of the census, of the angel announcing the birth of the Savior to the shepherds, of the shepherds coming to the stable, of Mary's visit to Elizabeth, including the Magnificat, of the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple, and of Jesus' separation from his parents and his finding in Jerusalem. And finally, for what it's worth, Mary is the only woman to appear in both Luke's Gospel and the Acts of the Apostles.
The treasured Stabat Mater, the grieving mother stood weeping, a thirteenth-century Latin hymn considered to be one of the seventh greatest hymns of all time by the Scuola Gregoriana Mediolanensis of Rome, Italy. The Gospel of Luke contains both the largest total number of parables, 24, and the largest number of unique parables, 18. One source points out that Luke's Gospel is also unique in its perspective. It resembles the other synoptics in its treatment of the life of Jesus, but it goes beyond them in narrating the ministry of Jesus, widening its perspective to consider God's overall historical purpose and the place of the Church within it. Or, as the Catholic Study Bible affirms, Luke is not only interested in the words and deeds of Jesus, but also in the larger context of the birth, ministry, death, and resurrection of Jesus as the fulfillment of the promises of God in the Old Testament. Many biblical scholars believe that Luke wrote his gospel primarily to evangelize other Gentiles. Only in his gospel do we find the parable of the Good Samaritan, and hear Jesus praising the faith of Gentiles, such as the widow of Zarephath and Naaman the Syrian, and hear the story of the one grateful leper, who is a Samaritan. Luke goes to greater lengths than any of the other evangelists to convey how deeply caring and compassionate Jesus was toward all those who were marginalized in the culture of his day, including the poor, the blind, and the lame, widows and women generally, and people struggling with diseases, mental disorders, and various demons, and, of course, Samaritans. Luke likewise amply illustrates Christ's compassion for all those in need of love, help, mercy, and forgiveness. A very detailed and scholarly Catholic commentary on Luke's Gospel notes that Luke places great emphasis on prayer and portrays Jesus as one who prayed frequently, for example, during his baptism, before choosing the twelve apostles, before Peter's acknowledging him to be the Son of God, before the transfiguration, before the rendering of the Lord's Prayer, and before his arrest in the garden. All these mentions of prayer, except the prayer in the garden, appear only in Luke's Gospel. It's obvious that Luke considered prayer to be among the more important elements of discipleship, and he shows that prayer is the means by which God has guided his people throughout history.
Remember Gentle Jesus by the Carmelite Monks of Wyoming and O Sacred Banquet by the Men's Choir of First Comms Religious Choral Works. It would be difficult to exaggerate the importance of St. Luke's Acts of the Apostles, the final book of the New Testament, spanning about 30 years from the time of Christ's ascension to around 66 A.D. One writer states, Luke's methodical, detailed writings give us the only thorough record of what happened after Jesus ascended to heaven. Without his account in Acts, it would be hard to imagine how Christianity grew from a small, fragile movement within Judaism to what would eventually become the largest religion in the world. Luke's commitment to obtaining accurate first-hand information from authentic witnesses is evident throughout his companion piece to this gospel. A classic case in point is Luke's account of Paul's transformative encounter with Christ on the road to Damascus. Surely the wealth of details we find in this account could have come from no one but Paul himself. St. Luke is the patron of many different occupations, most notably, of course, physicians, surgeons, and other healthcare providers. But he's also a patron of such disparate occupations as stained glass workers, goldsmiths, brewers, butchers, and bookbinders. Earlier we mentioned Luke's obtaining information for his gospel directly from the Blessed Virgin Mary. Tradition credits him with painting several beautiful icons of Christ's mother, and one of the sacred portraits ascribed to him, known by the title Salvation of the Roman People, survives to this day in the Basilica of St. Mary Major. In keeping with this tradition, Luke is also a patron of artists and sculptors.
God of loveliness and hail Queen of Heaven, but a Benedict and a Mary, Queen of Apostles. Although Luke has been declared patron of many different occupations, the symbol for his gospel is an ox, often depicted with wings. Oxen, of course, were the animals commonly sacrificed as offerings to God in ancient times. Some sources say the ox signifies that Christians should be prepared to sacrifice themselves in following Christ. St. Luke most assuredly was. Through his extensive research and personal interviews with eyewitnesses, Luke learned how much Christ suffered and sacrificed for him and for all humanity, and he no doubt felt passionately compelled to tell the world as much as he could about Jesus, his teachings, his agonizing death on the cross, and his glorious resurrection. Luke likewise knew with inner certainty what a privilege it would be to die a martyr for faith in Jesus, and this he did. He died in the year 84, hanged from the branch of an olive tree. The Gospel According to Luke The Acts of the Apostles, authored by Luke Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings, airing every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and at 2.30 and 9 p.m. on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, 105.7.